It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, your host and your man for all things Oklahoma City Thunder. And for the next 30 minutes or so, you're going to be Locked On Thunder. I've been covering the Thunder since 2014 and 2018 with 107.7, the franchise in Oklahoma City, 107.9, the franchise in Tulsa. We are the best in the market at Oklahoma City Thunder coverage, not just because of me, of course, but because of people like Madison Morris, my partner, Jerry Ramsey, my boss, John Hamm, who you all know and love. He's one of the smartest people in the market when it comes to the NBA and the Oklahoma City Thunder. We've got a lot of other help as well with Ryan Chapman, Derek Parker, just a lot of people that are involved with Thunder coverage. And I am very confident in telling you, the listener, that we are the absolute best. So please go to thefranchiseok.com for all my Thunder stuff and Ryan Chapman's Thunder stuff. Put out the SGA article at the beginning of the week. And I actually have some audio from a question I asked Billy Dominic prior to the Toronto game about Shea Gillis Alexander's rebounding that I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys probably on Monday uh, because tonight's actually kind of a big game. But yes, go to thefranchiseok.com for Thunder articles. It's all free. Nothing you need to pay for. Good content. And then also listen to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon with Jerry Ramsey, John Ham, Madison, and me. And then if you would like, please subscribe to the OKC82 podcast as well. That is a post-game reaction, so it's much different than this one. And you can listen to both of them on your morning commute to work, to the gym, at the gym, wherever you're listening to podcasts. Your Thunder coverage is safe with me. So it is Friday. The Thunder are playing tonight in Oklahoma City for the first night of a home back-to-back against the Miami Heat. Tomorrow night, they will take on the Portland Trailblazers and the second return of Carmelo Anthony back to Oklahoma City since playing for the Thunder in 2017-18. But tonight's actually a very interesting matchup, and we're going to get to some Chris Paul audio about the Miami Heat. He talked extensively about them yesterday at practice, and then also a little bit of audio from Billy Donovan about the Heat. And then we're also going to get into some Billy Donovan audio on injuries concerning tonight, and we're not going to know anything certain about guys like Steven Adams or Nerlens Noel until about 5.15, a few hours before tip-off tonight when we get, get a chance to talk to Billy and just straight up ask him. Uh, but like I said yesterday, Nerlens was doing a lot of stuff post-practice, moving around, running drills, free throw line, uh, dribble drive, stuff like that, whereas Steven was still in street clothes. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with those guys? But we'll find out later on. But you'll hear from what Billy exactly had to say yesterday at practice. And then we will also get some audio from Chris Paul and Billy Donovan about what the hell is going on in these first quarters. What is going on with the defense in the first quarter? You'll hear from those guys later on in the show. But yes, this is a very interesting matchup. I mean, not just because I grew up a Miami Heat fan, so I'm personally excited to go see the Heat in person, but 
mainly because if you look at it, if you break down the rosters, if you break down the schedules, if you break down just about everything, the style of play, what have you, the Heat and the Thunder are pretty damn similar. The, the Really, the only difference is the Heat obviously play in the Eastern Conference, so their record probably looks a little bit better because where the Thunder are playing Western Conference teams on a night-in, night-out basis on the road, the Heat are enjoying playing teams like Detroit and Orlando and Charlotte and the Knicks. You know, I mean, it's the East, like I said yesterday, the East has made strides and improved over the um, since recent years, but it's still not the Western Conference. I mean, while the Western Conference is pretty top heavy in terms of win loss record, the teams in the middle are still pretty good and possess a lot of talent. And so it's hard to win um, on the road in the Western Conference and look no further than the Heat's win loss record as it is. I mean, they're 28 and 12 currently second in the Eastern Conference, and they are 18-1 and one at home. Impressive, super impressive, 10-11 and 11 on the road. And you know, kind of like the cliche about the NBA, uh, you want to go around 500 on the road and win the vast majority of your games at home, and if you do that, you're going to make the playoffs. You're probably going to be a very respectable team win-loss-wise, and you'll probably have a very respectable seed if you do that. And by looking at an 18-1 home record and 10-11 road record, that's great. But then also, digging a little deeper, the Heat have only played six games against the Western Conference on the road, and they're 2-4 and four in those games. So it's going to be interesting tonight what will happen. And then a little bit deeper, the Heat are a very good bounce-back team. They are 10-1 and one this season following a loss with their uh, one loss coming, I, I think, in the last week or so. They were 10-0 they were and 0 prior to a week ago, basically, is what I'm trying to say. But fortunately, Thunder fans, don't worry. The Heat won their most previous game, so they didn't lose and then potentially would probably win this game tonight based on that record alone. But even more similarities with this Heat roster and the Thunder roster, you you just look at it on paper. You've got a good mixture of veteran leadership to go along with quite a few young guys playing heavy minutes, big roles, bigger roles than probably you would want young players and rookies to actually take on in year one but the heat they've really taken taken with it with Kendrick Nunn their point guard who's shooting 46 percent from the field on 14 attempts 35 percent from three on six attempts per game shooting eight percent at the free throw line and then of course the rookie that everybody knows and loves Tyler Hero 42 percent 39 percent 85 percent shooting splits he's shooting 39 percent on six three on six attempts from three so just an incredible confident rookie in Tyler Hero he is listed as questionable today. Uh, he missed the last game for the Miami Heat. So it'll be interesting to see if he's able to go tonight. But along with that young core, you know, like I said, you've got the experience. And even a guy like Bam Adebayo, who's still young, but he's experienced. He's a third-year center for the Miami Heat, playing at an all-star level, 16-11, and 11, nearly five assists a game. That's the underrated aspect of Bam's game is just his ability to uh, – his vision – uh, his ability to distribute to cutters, and the Heat have a lot of cutters. Now, they won't have Justice Winslow tonight. He is out. He didn't even go on this two-game road trip. The Heat will take on the Thunder and then the Spurs the, um, the following night. But it's gonna be that's going to be a big matchup right there is just how Bam Adebayo will be defended because if there is no Steven Adams and potentially if there is no Nerlens Noel, you're then asking and begging guys like Mike Muscala, Justin Patton, uh, maybe even Darius Baisley to have to pick up a guy like Bam Adebayo. And after what we saw the other night with Toronto, where they just got points after points after points in the paint and dominated that area of the floor, obviously it, 
again, it shouldn't surprise anybody. Steven Adams left the game rather early, and you lose a big chunk of your paint defense right there. I can only imagine what Bam Adebayo would then do. And then especially everybody knows Jimmy Butler, 20 points per game, leads the Heat in scoring, uh, seven rebounds, six assists, uh, playing at a very, very good level, considering he is an all-star level player. Everybody knows Jimmy Butler's kind of a, let's, it's probably fair to say just maybe a headache, but he's really taken on this role uh, similar to what Chris Paul has been doing. I mean, Jimmy Butler has been on record as saying he went to Miami basically for the reasons that people would like to go to Miami because it's South Beach, because it's comfortable, because the weather's great, because it's a fun place to live if you have a lot of money. And it's really brought out kind of the best out of Jimmy Butler. Now, you're still going to get the occasional headaches from him, from his personality. I mean, look no further than the recent fine he had because he gave TJ Warren the business. Now, he was absolutely correct, but still, I mean, you're going to get the occasional trash talk and the overboardness from Jimmy Butler. But for the most part, he has taken on a leadership role with this young core of Kendrick Nunn, uh, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and even a guy like Duncan Robinson off the bench and helped this Heat team win a lot of games and be a, fo- a legitimate force at least halfway through the season in the Eastern Conference. And then the last similarity I'll touch on before we get to some audio is a, is another simple one. Goran Dragic comes off the bench for this team. He is a starting level point guard in the M- NBA, much like Dennis Schroeder is a starting level point guard in the NBA, and he comes off the bench for the Thunder. So a lot of similarities between these teams, and with the Thunder losing two of their last, coming in with a two-game home losing streak, and the defense kind of falling off at the beginning of these games recently, this is going to be a very, very good test for not only both teams, but especially the Thunder. Like, where exactly is this team? This, This Heat team presents a lot of the same strengths that the Thunder possess. I mean, the Heat are one of the worst teams in terms of pace, and they are a very good offensive-rated team. They're seventh in the NBA currently and defensive-rated team at 13th. They're very well-balanced, technically more balanced than the Thunder, but we all know that this Thunder team is – you can't really look at the numbers and get a fair idea of what they actually are because the Thunder schedule is so front-loaded at the beginning of the year. And and the Heat are a little bit better, especially if Tyler Hero is able to go tonight. The Heat are a little bit better of a three-point shooting team from an individual player-by-player perspective than the Thunder are. So again, it's, it's going to be a great challenge. It should be a great game. Hopefully people are excited for it. I'm excited for it for obvious reasons, but we will see what the Thunder are able to accomplish tonight. And before we get into some audio, I wanted to talk to you guys about my bookie. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your pocket. Between football season, the NBA, and the start of college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline and get into the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try Parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Just use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDONNBA to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you're going to get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. 
Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And welcome back to the Locked On Thunder podcast, everybody. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now for the audio dump. Let's start with the easy stuff. We'll get the easy stuff out of the way. Um, Here is audio of Billy Donovan talking about the injuries to Nerlens Noel, Stephen Adams, and Abdul Nader as to their status for tonight's game against the Miami Heat. Is there an update on Stephen you can share at all? Yeah, no, nothing nothing much. It's going to probably be a situation we'll be reevaluated. Uh, he's obviously sore today, um, but I won't have any idea about him tomorrow uh, game, probably till sometime uh, you know, in the afternoon. Obviously no practice thing. We didn't do much today. Uh, I'm not so sure he could have done anything today, but we didn't do much today. So, um, you know, it probably wasn't a good day to kind of gauge where, where he's at physically. What about your other center, Nerlens? He's progressing in the right way. Obviously, he was able to do a lot more today running around and stuff, so he's moving in the right direction. It's probably something where, we're, again, we'll evaluate him tomorrow in the afternoon, see where he's at, see how he feels, and then you'll probably make some kind of decision of whether or not he'll be available. Nerlens, what all was he able to do today besides what we obviously That's what that's he was doing. He just worked out like that. That's pretty much what he did. We, we walked through some things. We didn't do anything really physically in terms of contact today. And then after we finished, Nerlens kind of went through his workout. So he's moving well, you can see, and you can see he's getting better. One last injury. Do yes. you know when, how long Abdul's going to be in the boot? I don't know that. Mm-mm. No. I, I, that's the first boot question I've ever gotten. <laughs> Do you like wearing boots? I don't. I've never heard how long is the guy going to be in a boot. I don't know that one. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I can ask, though, and find out for you. Cool. Okay. All right. We'll we'll see you in a little bit then. All right. (laughs) That'll be tomorrow. And here's audio of Billy Donovan talking about the first quarter defense over the last three games. Billy, last three games, first quarter defense, uh, 38 points, 33 points, and 41 points going back to Saturday. Um, I, I... it could be kind of just a short-term thing, but, I mean, is there anything concerning you moving forward, or is it just, just one of those weeks? Um, well, I mean, I think it's probably like some of the stuff that we had talked about maybe early in the year about our third quarters, Yeah. right? And um, I think for us it's even more than that. You know, we've, the last few games, it's been more of a half for us, to be honest with you, than more than it's been maybe one quarter. Um you know, like last night, just our, you know, where our defense was at, where our contestedness was at in the first half was totally different than it was in the second half. And, um, you know, I think for us, you know, again, I think I've always said this, there's so many possessions. The game is so long and you're never going to be perfect. But the closer you can move to not having stretches, whether it be a quarter, you know, or a six minute span where you can kind of get some course correction and play a little bit closer to how you want to play. You know, like I'm sure when... You know, we uh, got down like we did in the first half. 
some of it we contributed, some of it they contributed to. And I would say vice versa, when they got up big and we kind of came up back and cut it to three, some of it was us, probably some of it was them. So, you know, you're just trying to eliminate those long runs, those long durations and periods of time where you're allowing teams to go on really, really enormous runs that against good teams like that, uh, you know, hard to really come back from and overcome. And we tried to overcome two of them. You know, one I think was like 28 or 30 points there in the first half and then another time it was 20 or 21 in the second. You know, it's hard to overcome all that. Um, but, you know, our guys fight, and that's the one thing that's good is that they – I know they can get to that level, but we got to try to get to that level a lot earlier. Yeah, and I think at the beginning of the year you talked a little bit about how this team didn't have a large margin for error, and it was because yeah. of those third quarters. I mean, has the team made necessary improvements to where – I mean, this is kind of a silly question to ask, but is there more of a margin for error now with, with the improvements that have been made, or is it still kind of the same thing? No, I mean, we don't have a large margin for error, but I would not categorize us than a lot of other teams in the league. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting there saying that our margin's any bigger or small than anybody else. You know, there's certain teams in the league, obviously, your upper echelon teams with, the, you know, the really, really great records. Maybe they, you know, can overcome some of that stuff. So when I say, you know, our margin, it's when you're playing against Toronto and you have a bad quarter, it's really hard to come back from that, you know, um, and, and especially playing against a team that won a world championship last year. A lot of players are back. Those guys clearly know how to win at a high level. Um, you know, we've got to be able to understand that, you know, for any team, it's hard to overcome that. So it's not like we're any, any different both than anybody else, but we, we can't, uh, we don't have that, that, that kind of margin just to be able to try to turn on in a, two quarters and, and not be really good in the first two and try to be good in the last two. And here is audio of Chris Paul on the very same subject. Is it concerning at all the first quarter defense over the last three games, or is that too small sample size? Uh, I mean, we got to fix it. You know, earlier in the season, it was our third quarters. So it's funny how it's been flip-flop. So once again, just like every other team in the league, we're trying to put a full 48 minutes together. Yeah, I think around that time, like I asked you about the third quarter, and you said, I don't know if we need to come out sooner or do something differently. Right. Um, was there anything that clicked? For you guys was it just simply playing with each other a lot longer and then the third quarter kind of took care of itself uh i don't know i gotta look at the stats but it might just been our first quarter sucked so bad we had to be better in the third quarter <laughs> <laughs> you know so i don't know i don't know and i thought this was interesting as well from chris paul here's him talking about the next two weeks on the thunder schedule uh first things first we gotta get through this month it's a tough month no no two days between games for the entire month but Every team in the league has dealt with it. So I think right now we just got to uh, try to keep taking care of our bodies and pile up as many wins as possible. And here is Billy Donovan and Chris Paul about the Miami Heat tonight. Um, you know, they've, they've done a great job offensively, defensively. So, I mean, again, I think with what we had with the Lakers, you know, even going on the road in Minnesota, coming back against Toronto, having Miami and Portland here in a back-to-back, you know, we're playing – this generally a challenging month, and, uh, you know, we'll certainly be challenged uh, by Miami tomorrow night. Uh, I've actually watched them play a lot of games this year. Um, they've been playing really hard, uh, obviously well coached. Um, Bam has been, you know, amazing for them this year, uh, along with a number of other guys. So it's going to be a good game for us, a good test. You see a lot of similarities between you guys and the Heat because they've got a good young, a mixture of young talent and veteran leadership on their team. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of guys that compete. Um, none who I really enjoy watching play um, has been amazing as a, as a starting guard for them. When you got a guy like Drogic coming off the bench, uh, that shows how talented your, your team is. What's it like to see an undrafted guy like that kind of 
come out of the woodwork and, and find not just a role but a big time role it's great it's great uh, his story is is great um and to not only you know see that but to see how he's playing you know for a guy like me to watch his games every night uh the aggressiveness he plays with and i think you know some people get an opportunity don't necessarily take advantage of it and he he shows that he belongs we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed and something interesting about Chris Paul um, that just kind of caught my eye when he said it, when he talked about Kendrick Nunn's story being, uh, you know, impressive. For those that are aware, I just want to stress to you, I'm sure he's talking about the fact that he went undrafted. Now, if you're unaware, Kendrick Nunn was undrafted for a reason. He was the he was accused of domestic violence in college forcing him to transfer to Oakland University where he played for the next three seasons, came out as a senior into the into the draft, wasn't drafted. Uh, that, I believe, wasn't... I don't think he was uh, convicted of anything, but he ended up having to take counseling and do some community service. I, can't, I don't really know the ins and outs of what exactly happened, but that is in Kendrick Nunn's past. And again, when things like this happen... You just hope that whatever actually happened, hopefully nothing terrible, of course, happened in real life. But after it after it's occurred, you just hope that that person learns from their mistakes, really takes into that counseling or whatever whatever process they have to go through, and then come out on the other side a much better, healthier, more knowledgeable human being in society. That's always the case. And so far, so good for Kendrick Nunn, who's been an exceptional rookie for the Miami Heat and a pretty good teammate by all accounts from their head coach, Eric Spolstra. But again, I'm pretty sure Chris Paul was just simply talking about the fact that Kendrick Nunn came into the league as an undrafted rookie and has really, really impressed and helped lead a team to the second best record in the Eastern Conference. I'm sure that's what he was talking about. Well, everybody, thank you so, so much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast today. Please feel free to leave some ratings on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Please feel free to leave ratings. It helps out the podcast tremendously. I really appreciate it. Hit me up on Twitter at Brady Does Sports anytime you're bored, anytime you want to talk sports, talk Thunder stuff. Please feel free. Listen to my other podcasts if you <laughs> if you need more podcasts in your life. Listen to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon. Listen to the franchise if you're in the market. You should definitely be doing that because if you like Thunder basketball, we're your place for your local radio fix. But everybody, thank you once again. Miami Heat tonight, Portland tomorrow. I will talk to you on Monday. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. 
your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.